Welcome back to Life as Girls. I'm your host, Aubrey. One of the things I've enjoyed as being a host of this podcast is getting to talk to girls that I've never met before and getting to know like their perspective on things um, and just kind of learning things I never would have learned before. So today I have a guest. Her name is Isabel. She loves to bake. Um, she's involved in many different extracurricular activities, explored many different things. Um, and we I'm so excited to talk to you today. Um, so thank you so much for being on the podcast. And today we're going to be talking about um, your experience as a competition dancer. So I'm really excited. And thank you for being here. Of course. Thank you for having me. Of course. So as I said in the intro, you've done so many things and we've kind of talked about your love of just exploring different different activities. But I want to talk about a bit about how you got into dancing. Okay. So um, my mom was a dancer whenever she cool. was little and she always just wanted me to like do it. There was a studio down the street for me and she just like always like just wanted me to explore different activities yeah. and just be like a well-rounded person and just like have a dabble in everything. So yeah, that's, that's how it started. That's awesome. Yeah, I was like, when I was younger, I started with like sports. And so we did like town and country, that like program, and they mm -hmm. just were good at doing like volunteer led things. So I got into volleyball really early. Um, and I just, just like, I like starting things when you're young um, because you just, you feel like you have the opportunity to either like it or not like it and you can try different things. So yeah, I think starting from a young age is just a great way to like get into anything. <laughs> Okay, and then from what I understand, like, girls in dance class are put in, like, when they're really young, from a young age. They don't really start kind of later. I know that can be, the ex like, what happens. Um, but but not that many go on to, like, compete. So there's, like, dancing, and then there's competition dancing. So uh, can you talk about, like, what it means to be a competition dancer and how that's different from, like, just regular dancing? Yeah, ever that is. Okay. <laughs> so um, regular dancing, it's just going to be like um, like just studio classes. You aren't oh. going to have like a group of people that you just like do dances with normally. Sometimes okay. if you are like in a recital class, you do it in like the spring semester if you're just like learning a dance to perform it in like a recital show, but it cool. isn't for competition at all. Competition, it's a thing that like starts in like August, but normally over the summer you do different intensives to okay. get ready for the season because like, well, dance doesn't really have a season. It's just like all around. Um, right. Okay. That makes sense. Makes normally sense. it's just like during the school year. Particularly in spring is whenever um, competitions like really like start and like mm -hmm. are really like there. Um, but for competition, you like have a group of people like you audition mainly. Sometimes you don't have to audition. It just depends on the group that you are joining. Okay. And you do sometimes it's going to be like Saturday rehearsals or sometimes it's going to be like a weekly rehearsal. So you would have like. Um, for me, I have a class, and then I have um, an hour and a half of um, just, like, like my team, like, us learning different dances. Okay. And for me personally, we learn dances in, like, three to four of those, but sometimes it's less, sometimes it's more. Right. Okay. Like, so it takes a long time. That's yes. a lot of work. Yeah. Yeah. And then you said, like, it kind of goes on all year round, which makes sense because it's not, like, a seasonal thing, but... Um, when you're like trying to when you're doing competition dance i i don't know like do you do it through school or is there like is there like a program like a club for like sports you can do like club sports and that's 
like a different program. It's not through school. So is competition dancing that you do through school or do you do it like outside of school? For me, I do it outside of school, but like a lot of schools do have it inside of school because of course, drill teams in Texas, they are very like- Insane. Yes. Yes, I know exactly what you mean. Okay, okay, good to know. Okay, cool. And so that kind of leads us into our next question, which is like, um, when you're doing competition dance, you have to be part of a dance company. Mm-hmm. So talk about your experience with the dance company, because I know, I know you've talked about that. Yes. Dance companies can be really, really stressful, but also really rewarding. Um, my experience is it's better whenever the group is like closer to your age and like, yeah, it's just like people are just like kinder. I've been in like, um, two different dance, I've danced at two different studios and the first studio I was at, it was very like just stressful because our rehearsals were like nine hours long on Saturdays. Oh wow. So it's taking up a lot of your day. Yes. And it was just really, really stressful. And like everybody was like really nice, but it was just hard because we were all just different ages. We're like mainly like, like four years apart. That would be like the most, but also we were just all over, um, all over the area and it was just like really hard to like make connections with people yeah yeah I think like the nice part about doing sports or dance dance is a sport I should have made that clear (laughs) it definitely is a sport but doing like extracurricular activities through school is that like everyone is in like that four-year age range you know freshman through senior so is it like you said it's hard to connect with people um is that like do you think leads you to ultimately like wanting to stay with your studio or like leave if you don't have like that kind of close-knit age group situation yeah definitely if it's like a more like wider age group it's like definitely you're like taking a step back and you're like this isn't like really for me yeah plus like there's all different types of levels Mm -hmm. in a company and you have like it's like divided by age like from there by the types of levels which I really like because it's like not so stressful like dancing with like a second grader compared to like a 12th grader that's like a really wide range of like right, different totally. things right and then also do you guys do like one type of dancing or is this like do you have to specialize or do you get to just kind of do like everything or like a range of things um normally it's like a range of things but definitely cool. okay. different companies have like their specialties okay yeah so it's like um different things like the first company I was at is very tap based okay and the company yeah. I'm at now it's very like contemporary jazz based cool, and that's cool. like the founding like pillar things for like that company and like the branches off that you take classes from that's normally like the circle that you are in cool okay and then when you do competitions can you be like do you get to choose what competitions you get to be a part of like what dances you get to be a part of or is that like an assigned thing that like the I guess director is in charge of normally it's the director you don't really get like a say in it like it's just like based on um different skills you have and how much time you have available right okay so I'm guessing like if what happens can you get like cut if you're not what kind of how is the situation between like if um the director has a say and they get to like choose who does it and who doesn't do you all like work at it work at this dance in the beginning and then they like cut you out and you don't play anymore or is it kind of like you're a backup how does that situation kind of work 
There definitely are backups, and there's definitely people who get cut. Like, if you if there's a step that they add in, like, last minute that you, it's a skill that you haven't learned or anything, Mm -hmm. you can get cut. Um, Sometimes if, like, it's a height thing, so um, if it's, like, a triangle, like, if it's a like a triangle pyramid type of thing like and they need someone to like balance you out on the other side but if it's like not like the same height as someone it it can you can be cut because it's not like pleasing to the eye because it's like off well that's interesting like you could get cut out from a performance not based on your skill yeah imagine that's kind of like it doesn't feel good i can only guess yes it's definitely like just like you're like, oh, that really hurt. But, yeah. like, you have to, like, understand and, like, move on because, like, those days were, like, nine-hour days and you couldn't really just, like, stick on it for too long. You have to just be, like, it's a go, 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 and you can't really just think about it for too long. Wow, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but I, met, I mean, like, it's interesting because I have it to com- – what I have to compare this to is, like, my experience doing sports and um, the kind of what I've experienced doing volleyball is, like, you could – be in one day and out the next or you could like we have like substitutions so um you could do be doing really great and or like having an off day and they'll like sub you out for a different player but there's really not like an experience where you're just like you've worked in practice really hard and then you just never get to like shine or like get your moment to like um put that on the court so it is just like a a a draining experience like dancing seems like very emotionally draining that you're like working really hard for something and you could just be like not get to do it yes it definitely is and there are like things like you can get injured and um, you experience that too where you yeah. can get injured and then you're just like oh my god I literally spend all year it's yeah. like comp- I've seen this before where like a girl got injured two weeks before a competition and then like they had to restage the dance and everything wow. and that's like yeah. really just like stressful for everybody yeah or like I've seen like again dance bombs like you've seen things yeah. like it happens all the time you get injured backstage and, like, normally it it's, like, in a hotel where the competitions are. Right, okay. It's, like, in a comp, like a convention center at a hotel. Okay, and the, all that flooring is carpet. So it's, it can be very difficult, like, if you're trying to practice and you slip and fall on that carpet because that can, like, really just take you out right there for the rest of the season if that's, right. like, your first competition. I didn't even think about that. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> yes, like, the conditions are a lot different. And, like, your dance floor is, like, I don't know concrete it's not concrete it's like padding (laughs) it's like i think it's like mainly concrete on the bottom and then there's like a squishy type of thing okay and then it's like wood so it can be a little springy because you don't want to just dance on like just wood floor because like i know a lot of people experience like really bad knee problems because you can like strain your knees if it's like too much really hard oh yeah yeah okay wow (laughs) wow that's just crazy to me that is yeah. insane. It's very like, competitive. But then also, we're talking about director having that like ultimate say. So do you think that's like an important part of finding like the, a company or a studio for you is like the director? Because I imagine like it can be really just hard mentally if the director is kind of always, I, I don't know, like bias, has bias or like has favoritism and is like choosing, I don't know, certain people. So what kind of, do you think that having a good director is really important in doing like studio dance um yes but also sometimes the director doesn't have the full say like you can have the director of a studio and then you can have the director of the like different teams and then you can have the teacher sometimes it is the teacher because they Mm -hmm. have like or like yeah they just like 
know like in their head they like see you dance and like during tech classes tech yeah. classes are just like classes throughout the week that you take just to like for different um like styles like you can, okay yeah like, I I know what you mean okay yes. yeah like technique and things yes okay cool 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 Cool. And then um, we also talked about you having like a negative experience with one of your old dance companies. If you feel comfortable talking about it, we said that it was like a toxic environment. Um, so can you kind of describe like what that experience was like for you? Yes. So my first company that I was with, that was a company that I started with whenever mm-hmm. I was three. And I danced there till like, um, like for about like 10 years. Wow. And okay. um, at the beginning it was just so nice. It was just like, I just enjoyed it so much. Good. And then I started competition at seven and I was in like a team and that team, it just like, it just got to be so much. Like wow, I'm like yeah. the nine hour rehearsal Saturdays yeah. and it's just, it's a lot to deal with because like you're just so young and yeah. you're like, oh my God, what is happening? And yeah. it's like, you can't experience things in school. You can't like do different field trips or things like that. And I know like a lot of people had to leave because it just got too much with homework. Yeah, and we had wow. like required classes. And like, if you miss so much, you would be like kicked out or like your parent would get like sent like a really strongly like worded email or like have to wow. be talked to yeah. because of like how like important, like dance was like over all your like life. It was like priority. The, it was yeah. priority number one. Yeah. And for me, that was a lot because I want to be good in school and I want to like do different things and dance. I don't know if I want to do it in the future. Like I love it, but I also love doing so many different things. And it's just like, Oh my God, like, I don't know if I can take that because like my body is just going through like so much, like you're in just so much pain from like different injuries and things like that. And you're like, Oh my God, I can't do this anymore. (laughs) Right. But I think that's really, it's really valuable to like know what you can take as just like you're balancing all these different things, schoolwork and schoolwork is like, that is something that it shouldn't have to like disappear. You shouldn't have to put it on the back burner. So yeah, talking mm-hmm. about like it's a lot of a lot of pressure. Um, did you ever have like an experience where you like had to take a step away from dance? Did you ever have like a break? Yes, I did take okay. a break. Um, it was whenever I left my old studio and I took a break for about a year. I oh, was okay. just getting so much, and I just some of the teachers they would just like say things like corrections or like I've heard like a dance teacher say that like a girl's turns were like awful and it just like I was just taken aback like teachers you're saying that to like a 10 year old you shouldn't be saying that and it's just like realizing the situation of how like deeply those words can hurt someone it was like and it was hurting me too because I would get like corrections or things like that but it was like taken like the tone that it was taken like talking like telling me to like yeah that tone it was just not so like it didn't make me feel good and I just like I I was like I can't do this anymore I need to take a break I need to just have like a a semester of just like my mind just to like fully just just be aware of like my surroundings and just say like dance is it like my number one I need to focus on school and things like that so I can like if I want to pursue dance I can get it into a good college that has a good program like you can't just like focus on one thing and just like as you said put something on the back burner you need to have like priorities and exactly it was just getting too much as dance is my number one yeah no I can I can totally imagine Mm -hmm. I think that's great like knowing what you can handle just as Mm -hmm. a human 
it can be insane. It can be insane to do everything. I know a lot of people, I have friends that like, I actually have a friend that does dance through school and she's like extremely like prior, she prioritizes her grades a lot and she's doing extracurriculars. And I just know that's, it's, we've kind of forced ourselves to do things that we can't always handle. And so like mm. take, being able to take a break is really, really important. Yes. Yes. All right. So then I want to kind of talk about like, we were talking about dance having like negative experiences with directors and I similarly have not always had like the best experience with coaches. Um, but for dance, we were talking about like the reasons um, you might have a negative experience or you might like be struggle or getting cut from a dance is has to do with things that are not like strictly based on skill. And I can think that kind of leads to like, we were talking about how directors um, can like ban you based on um, like how tall you are and like the way you, you look. And so I think that kind of leads us to our conversation about like body image. Um, this doing like dance, do you ever feel like there's like a, like you are feeling not great about your body or like it kind of led to different issues like mentally? Yes, definitely. Um, at my first studio, I was dancing a lot more. It was like yeah. 20 hours a week and you're staring in a mirror for like basically 20 hours. It yeah. can be a lot for your brain as like a child because yeah. you're looking at everyone around you and you're like, I don't look like everybody else. I'm like, you're like, I'm not as tall or I need yeah. to be shorter so I can dance with these people to right. make it look okay. good. And it's just, it's it can be really stressful. Yeah. And yes, I feel like a lot of different dancers experience body image issues because you're just always being compared to different people right. and saying, blank like can do this skill like better or no 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 this person could do like this skill better and it's like just always being compared to people and just like staring at yourself in a mirror for like a long time can always just take a toll on like your mental health and it's like definitely definitely and I think it's crazy that it's like these kind of like own mental issues or just like negative experiences are propelled by like people and like um, doing like dance in general or doing sports in general and not like it's not propelled by your own anymore so I know that a lot of people struggle with that just personally and like to have it be I guess like accentuated by um by like people and by like extracurriculars can be a lot can be really negative yes yeah. um so we also talked about that you took a break and I want to know like during that time, what did you do? What did you like focus on? And how did you like ultimately decide to come back? Cause you said that you're still doing it now. So how did you like during that break do to like decide you wanted to do it again? So during that break, um, I just took, I think it was like probably a month and a half. Cool. And then I started to do rowing. And then I continued rowing for, like, the rest of the year. And then I also joined my new studio. I just took, like, just two classes. It was a hip-hop and a ballet. I ended up not liking the ballet because it was just, like, a new teacher. And it's, like, um, just getting used to different teachers. And, like, the it was also just such a big class. Like, I felt, like, just like very packed and like overwhelmed yeah but I love the hip-hop and I just continued with that and rowing for the rest of the year and then at the end of the year I decided to audition for the company there and I got on and then here I am now a year later I'm like continuing with that yeah that's great and so like you said you're doing like a new company has your experience been like I'm hoping been better than what it was in the past 
Yes, I feel like we are being heard a lot more. Good. So, okay. like, if there's something, like, where, like, hey, I have this injury, they understand, and they're not going to, like, completely take you out of the dance. You may have, like, a different step, or, like, you may, like, come on stage later, but you're still going to be in it. And I just feel, like, a lot more, like, just supported. Great. That's and great. It's, like, it's just much more of a, like, better feeling there. Totally. Yeah, I, I'm thinking, like, that's so relatable what you just said but I was thinking about it like I I did volleyball for a really long time and it was I know that the um the teammates play a really big role in like whether or not you're going to enjoy your experience and the coaches have a really big say in whether or not you're going to enjoy the experience and for me a lot of the negative negativity came from the coaches um and if I you know like the importance of taking a break from that and like finding coaches that you vibe with and finding teammates that support you is so, so, so important. So I'm so happy that that was your experience. Cause I think like when you have that negative experience, it can be like something you really love, but if that's like, you're not enjoying the people, it won't really matter how much you love it. You'll just like, you'll need to, to take a break. Yes. 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 <laughs> totally. Um, so I love how many different activities you're involved in. You've said like rowing, I know dancing, um, and just in general, you love to explore different things. Mm -hmm. Um, and I know like doing so much can affect your mental health. And we've talked about that too. Um, personally, like I felt very burnt out from just, and I'm not even doing half the things that you're doing, just felt burnt out of, of doing three or four activities. It can be a lot, a lot on your mental health. So how do you kind of, I guess, prevent burnout? Um, and how, how do you decide like what, is worth continuing with continuing with and what's like you shouldn't add to your your already full plate yes so whenever i was little i feel like i learned that very early on mm -hmm. because i'm pretty sure it was like around the same time i was doing karate cheerleading gymnastics and dance it's crazy <laughs> <laughs> i know it was such a it was just a lot yeah and some of those overlapped and some of those like were not so overlapped yeah um okay. but with that i like found what i really loved and yeah. then i just stuck with that um i feel like with gymnastics it was just just so different from dance yeah like i'm like oh my god all these girls have like it's like the muscles just like right but, because yeah the way that we're conditioning is so different from like someone yes. that does gymnastics and it's just like oh my god like it's you're just like taken aback but it's yes. I feel like it's really good for just um dancers to experience some a little gymnastics because that might be thrown your way later in life totally. like different yeah. skill sets cheerleading I did that like around the same time and I, I enjoyed it so much it was so fun I love the uniforms it was I just cool, always yes. enjoyed myself but it was just so far away from like my area and like the commute from school to cheer was just such like it was just a lot on like my plate and like my parents plate so we just decided not to continue with that right okay. and then with karate, I did it with my um, brother, and we both enjoyed it. He actually did it longer than me, but um, I just enjoyed it a lot. But I ultimately decided just to continue with dance. That's something I've like done since forever, and I just wanted to grow on my skills with that. Yeah, very cool. I love that like you can try basically anything. Like the world is open to you. you can do whatever you want. But I like that there's kind of like a process to finding out like what's worth sticking with and what's like, I'm okay with letting go. Um, and yeah, I think like really just having a passion for something and like wanting to put in the time because I know dancing takes an insane amount of time. We're talking about like it fills up your weekends, definitely. Um, finding something that you love and you're like willing to put in that commitment with is really, really important. 
Yes, and of course, it's like, as I was saying, like, it's so cool just to see, like, different things jump, like, you yeah. can take different things. Like, for me, I tried to do um, volleyball, but I was so, just, like, it wasn't my forte. Totally, It was yeah, just so, and I was, like, it's so cool to see, like, different volleyball players, because volleyball is such a cool sport just to watch. I agree, but yes. it's, yeah. like, just so, like, oh, my God, I, like, I can't imagine doing that. And it's just, like, sometimes you're, like, oh, I can take that from this sport and then transfer it to this sport. So that's something that I experienced. Yeah. Um, You said you are a person who did something that you loved and then it became just like something that you had too many more negative experiences with than positive. And that kind of ultimately led you to like taking a break. Um, So like what advice do you have for others who find themselves in like a similar situation where they have something that they're really passionate about, but there's kind of like circumstances that uh, like lead them to have negative experiences. How how would like what advice would you give to people who are like deciding whether or not it's worth to continue doing? Like they should stick it through, or like when to maybe take a break, a permanent break, kind of situation. Yes. Um, so definitely, I would suggest just seeing if there's any other places around the area that offer the same right, thing that you yeah. are doing, because I always just like trying something new and like just getting a fresh start, and also like. Um, something like dance you can just get different teacher perspectives so that's something like really good just to join um, like do it at a different studio yeah yeah and like say if you're doing art like doing it at a different studio there's going to be like different ways to teach so definitely if you're like not like a fan of like the way that a teacher teaches I would definitely like just say um, like maybe take a break for a bit maybe just like have some time to yourself and like you can do it at home but also like if you still like really love it just go and look and see because there's so many different opportunities of like in different areas that um are going to speak to different people so I just feel like starting um starting new in a new place that's a really good just opportunity for so many different people yeah I think that's great advice and it translates so well to like kind of anything that you might be doing extracurriculars um I know there's like robotics teams you can do that in school out of school and for sports like we were talking earlier about club um there's so many different club teams in austin Mm -hmm. um for volleyball like specifically there's i can think of a dozen so yes a different team might be like a great fit for you and so i love that like just trying different things out you never know like what you're gonna love what you're gonna hate um but it's all still within like it can all still be within dance you know like a different studio but you're still dancing you're still doing what you love so i love Mm -hmm. that that's great advice yes um yeah that's everything that we have for today i want to thank you so much for being on and for talking to me of course thank you so much for this opportunity of course and thank you guys so much for listening to this episode of life as girls we'll see you next time if you enjoyed this episode of life as girls be sure to write a review and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts And a big thank you to our sponsor, the Girl Scouts of Central Texas. You can learn more about them at www.gsctx.org. If you are interested in sponsoring this podcast, or if you have a topic you'd like for us to talk about, email us at communications at gsctx.org. See you next time.